Coco Montoya is no stranger to blues fans who've been enjoying his work for decades. He hooked up with Albert Collins in the mid-70s, went on to play with John Mayall and the Blues Breakers, and launched his own solo career in 1993. He's been hot ever since, recording both solo and albums with his band. His new album, Coming In Hot, is his fifth with Alligator Records, and he's bringing his band to the Sorg Opera House in Middletown Thursday, October 24th for one show at 8 o'clock. Congratulations on this new alligator release. Well, thank you. Thank you. We're very happy about it. It's pretty exciting at this point. It's being well received. Coming in hot, recorded at Ultratone Studio California, mixed in the UK, mastered in LA, released in August. When did you and your bandmates start work on it with the selection of songs? Well, this particular album, you know, we started quite early last year working on the selection of songs. And uh, the touring band I have now is not the guys that are on this album. This album is done with Tony Bronicle's team, which is consists of Mike Finnegan, Bob Bob, John Lee Shell great people. They're just wonderful guys that play in L.A. and play with a lot of other bigger stars and stuff, which I'm very grateful. They're friends of mine that came out and supported me on this project. And where do you live? Where are you based at? Uh, Los Angeles. So you're out on the California coast where you meet lots of session studio musicians. I don't meet that many. I've known these guys for a lot of years. They've all become friends over the years. I think I first met Mike Finnegan back in 93. Incredible players played with everybody. He's playing with uh, Jackson Brown right now, I think. Uh, Bob Glob is playing with Jackson Brown. I'm sorry. Bob Glob is a great bass player. He's played everybody. John Lennon, Linda Ronstadt, and everybody. And uh, yeah, we actually went to high school together. And you've got special guests on this album, including John Cleary on the title song, Coming In Hot, which you co-wrote. Why did you bring him in? That was a de- uh, decision we made actually towards the end. It needed a little something extra, and uh, immediately uh, John Cleary came to mind. You know, a tight establishment with him was with my producer, uh, Tony Bronigle. And uh, yeah, it was a quick added on, and it really made, made a lot of difference to the track. So he was uh, kind of like towards the end, which wasn't in the beginning. Just after we listened to it for a while, it was like, oh, gosh, you know, day and night with his playing on there. And one of my favorites on the new album is Lights Are On But Nobody's Home, written by Albert Collins. That interplay of oh, your yeah. guitar and the organ is just gorgeous. And then when your vocals and the rest of the band comes in, we're hooked on that song. Do you have a favorite memory when you were working with Albert Collins? Oh, so many incredible times. I think probably one of the most proudest moments I had was... Uh, I was very young, but I was very eager to play, and we had a big festival to play. I won't name the festival, but uh, it was a big festival, but uh, we drove all the way across America to be a part of. And when we got there, they uh, wanted to cut Albert Collins' money in, in half. And uh, proudly, I you know, told, I told Albert we shouldn't do that. I said, uh, we stand behind him, you know. And it was one of those great moments where we declined uh, to play for, you know, and that was one of the proudest moments I ever had. It's just I really wanted to play that festival as a young man. I was very protective of Albert. I think we did the right thing by walking away from that one. And what year was that? Oh, gosh. That was in the 70s when I was playing drums for him. Back in, uh, I would say, 73, somewhere around there. A lot of musicians back at that time, too, were unwilling to go on stage until they'd been paid. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and to this day, there's a lot of uh, contracts that are set up for people that you you know you to get paid before you take the stage. And I've never had any problems, thank God. You know, very few problems anyway in in that regard. Usually, uh, most places it's just pretty easy going, and just uh, you really want to do a good show, and they want to put it on a good show, and usually are up front for the most part. I remember waiting a couple hours for Jerry Lee Lewis to get paid before he would come out on stage. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a lot of those. Guys, I guess they'd been hoodwinked a few times, so they were pretty cautious when it came to that kind of thing. And who's in your band that you're touring with? Oh, I'm very proud of this band. Uh, I've had uh, my bass player, my drummer, for a long time, but they've just become a really, really big part of the whole deal. Is a Renee Beavers, spelled R E N A, on drums. He's played with Little Milton and many others. Uh, great, great drummer. My bass player, Nathan Brown. He's played with the Bone Shakers and quite a few other folks. Uh, he's played a wide variety of stuff, everything from blues to funk to jazz. It's great, but the new addition to the band, which is really incredible, is a fellow named Jeff Paris. Now, Jeff Paris played with Kevin Moe for 13 years, did a lot of stuff, played with uh, tons of tons of different people. He also was the co-producer of my album, I Want It All Back. The roof records, uh, uh, him and Kevin Mo co-produced that album, and Jeff is all over that, and it's it's great that he wanted to come out on the road with me, and uh, we're having a great time. You guys are really going to love Jeff. And what's your set list look like for your show that's coming up October 24th at the uh, Sorg Opera House? Well, we you know we don't really operate off the set list. <laughs> you know, we kind of go with what feels right to play at the at the moment. I used to go by set list. I always felt that I would get to some place in the show that. The song coming up on the set list doesn't fit where we are at that moment. So I kind of do maybe the first two or three songs, and then the rest of it, uh, we call it as we as we feel it. Well, I imagine you'll be playing some songs off the new album. Oh, yes, yes. We'll be doing songs off the new album and a variety of songs off the last 10 albums we've done. How many guitars do you take out on tour with you? Oh, just two. Just a backup guitar and a, my main guitar, which is a custom-made Stratocaster. And do you have a guitar collection? Not much of one. Uh, I have a few guitars at home, but I, I don't collect very much. I'm more of a person that if I can use it and play it and want to play it, then it's something I want to have. So I play so on orthodox. Vintage guitars uh, really don't mean anything to me because if I were to get a left-handed guitar that was really old, I would probably have to devalue it to make it playable for myself. <laughs> this is the thing that, you know, I play left-handed upside down. So... Anything uh, with a vintage guitar, anything that you do to it, changing a screw, changing anything, really devalue the guitar. So collecting guitars is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed that this tour ends right before Thanksgiving, so you and your bandmates will be able to be home at the holidays? Uh, I intend to try and make it home. That's uh, the intention. You know, you never know with weather and stuff, but I'll be finishing in Texas. Uh, my last date's in Dallas, you know. That's it. Once we're done, uh, I'll send the boys home and uh, and I'll drive home and, and get home. I'm sure I'll get home with maybe two days before uh, Thanksgiving and be able to enjoy it with my wife and my family. Well, that's great. What plans do you have for 2020? Just more of the same, you know, just enjoy playing. And uh, I got a great band right now, probably one of the best bands I've ever had, probably the best band I've ever had. Really excited about that. Continue recording, continue moving forward. It's a wonderful place to be at this time in my life. And uh I can't think of anything else better to do but go out and tour. Do you do any of the cruises that a lot of folks are doing these days? Yeah, I have. Uh, it's been about five years now since I've done one, so I'm probably up for one coming up soon. But, yeah, they've been a lot of fun. You get to see a lot of friends and, and you get to play with a lot of friends that you haven't played with in a long time or haven't seen in a while, so it's kind of great.
kind of a big reunion? Yeah, yeah, it is. Cause we see each other in passing at airports and in festivals, and we just don't get that many opportunities to sit down and get caught up. So on the ship, you can always sit down and have a meal and talk and find out what everybody's been up to, you know. Well, thanks for talking with us today, and have a safe tour. Well, I thank you so very kindly, and I look forward to seeing you folks when we get out there. I've been in conversation with blues guitarist Coco Montoya, who's bringing his band to the Sorg Opera House in Middletown to support their new alligator release coming in hot. The show's only one night, Thursday, October 24th, 8 o'clock.